0: not woke make that clear awake not woke hello and welcome initiates to another episode of the awake not woke podcast my name as always is sarah and this is episode 36 we're talking about multiverse theory. so we don't know a lot about physics and i'm only starting out with that because we're not going to nail all the quantum physics aspects of this type of topic, but we just like talking about it. So if you have more information, videos, resources that you want to add to the conversation, please reach out to us because we love to learn. But I'm just warning you now, you're not going to learn specifics about quantum physics here. I do my best, but I am no theoretical physicist so this is a really fun topic but not super technical on our end but if you do want to hit us up with some resources you can do that on instagram we are at awake not woke podcast we do have a twitter at awake not woke pod and if you don't do social media check out our website AwakeNotWokePodcast.com and check out our contact page there. You can send us an email. We'd love to hear from you. Theoretical physics or just want to say hi, whatever, hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have an iPhone or an Android at this point, I should remember to say, leave us a review on whatever app you're using. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, both have important reviews that affect those important algorithms that will show our podcast to more initiates like yourself. So please leave us a review and make sure you also subscribe so you can see when our episodes come out every Sunday at 4 a.m. Eastern time. Check all that stuff out. And if you find yourself listening on a regular basis We do have a value for value shop and you can donate or check out some of the cool merch that we have. All that is in the show notes. So go find us on Etsy as of right now, Awake Not Woke podcast shop. But again, that's in the show notes. So just go tap down there on whatever app you are using to listen to this podcast right now. And check out my amazing co-host Chas's shop as well she is 5d impressions on etsy and that is also in the show notes she makes hand stamp jewelry all kinds of cool stuff so make sure you check all of that out and i think that's it <laughs> so without further ado let's get into the episode episode 36 the multiverse theory episode of awake not woke podcast i hope you enjoy peace
1: Hello! Welcome back to Awake Now Woke podcast. This is Tras and Sarah. Hello! In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the multiverse theory. Um, so you may have heard of multiverse theory if you have looked into anything related to the Mandela effect, parallel universes, glitch in the matrix, uh, quantum physics I'll be honest, this is a lot to digest and I am probably not the person to <laughs> give a yeah. quote super accurate factual information. However, I do think it's really, really cool and a topic worth talking about.
0: Yeah, I'm really excited about this episode because this is the kind of stuff I've always found very interesting. I remember as a kid, my dad would always watch like those, uh, you know, those. History Channel Mm -hmm. and like Neil deGrasse Tyson. I love those. Yeah. And like ancient aliens and stuff like that. So I grew up around a lot of programming that involved theoretical physics and quantum physics and quantum physicists and discussions on time and space and space time. And Black holes and string theory and worm, wormholes and shit like that. So I have always been really interested in this subject. But now that I am a lot more awake spiritually and more conscious of my surroundings, I think it's an even more interesting topic to talk about because well, let's first talk about what is the multiverse theory. And I, my notes are fucking all over the place for this. <laughs> There's not any structure to my notes this time around. So let's just try and start from the beginning. But it's quantum physics. So yeah, we're like the worst people. So I don't know why you're even listening to this. Don't, thank I'm not, you, I mean, mind. thank you. <laughs> Jokes aside, <laughs> I, this is really difficult. If I really wanted to understand. All of the information that goes on goes into the multiverse theory. I would have to sit down for a very long time and research a lot, but we're gonna just talk about what it is, what that implies in your everyday life, what that implies on a conspirituality scale, and we're just gonna talk about how crazy it is. So, to begin, the multiverse theory is the theory that. There are multiple universes that exist. And so there's a lot of different caveats and specifics on this theory. But the main one I always think of, I believe, is called the many worlds theory. And that's like the main one most people will think of when they think of the multiverse theory. And that is the idea that every outcome you could possibly imagine exists somewhere. Every possible universe, every possible combination of things exists out there in a universe that is very similar to our own but not different. So are not the same. They're often called like parallel universes or parallel dimensions. I think getting into the word dimension is a whole different conversation as well that we'll probably get into too.
1: That's one thing that I was actually going to ask you because, again, I didn't didn't do a deep dive into this by any means. But the uh, the comparison between a multiple universe and multiple dimensions, like, do dimensions exist within the universe or are the universes the dimensions?
0: I think kind of both, depending on who you talk to. <laughs> yeah, because I know that. Time is considered the fourth dimension. That's why it's space-time because the combination of time and space equals space-time and the space-time continuum and the like quantum fabric of the universe, like in that video we were watching earlier, that is space-time. That is the fourth dimensional field that exists because we know our third dimensions like X, Y, and Z, but then you have this fourth dimension of time. And then from there, I do think there are other fifth and sixth and seventh dimensions. That is kind of getting into string theory, which is like a theoretical physics thing that involves several dimensions for it to work. And uh, I, again, don't really know too much about the physics and the math that goes into these theories. But I do believe each dimension has or excuse me, each universe has multiple dimensions within it. Okay. Just considering my knowledge on like time and space together. It's, it's kind of like
1: one thing that I did find in researching this is that if there were multiple universes those universes might be governed by different like laws and properties okay
0: yep for sure like for example there could be a universe where time moves slower or there could be a universe where time runs backward okay which is just absolutely insane to try and comprehend but that's oh my god could you imagine like being born an old person and then like benjamin button dying as a baby yeah like like yeah. What? Yeah. And everything. I, I you guess. would parent your parents. But would would that be how it exists? No, or would. would you be born like normally? Like a baby? Yeah. But you are just everything's running in reverse somehow. Like I, I don't think I can even comprehend how that would work. Like I'm picturing literal elderly like dying, but like, <laughs> like you're dead and then you come back to life. Yeah. And you like you start into a
1: elderly, like about to die, like how we think dying is. But then like, I don't know.
0: I don't know. So fucking crazy. And this theory or this topic is just incredible to me because it's been around for a long time as well. I found in some of my research that this type of idea has been discussed since ancient Greece. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this is just a a new thing or a theoretical thing. This is a idea that has existed forever. And it also encompasses quantum physics. So the experiment that I do kind of sort of understand that helps me understand the many worlds theory is the double slit experiment. So... I think I know what that is. I think you do too. We've talked about it before. And there is a Joe Rogan experience episode. Pretty sure it's number 1352 with Sean Carroll, who is a theoretical physicist. And he was one of the people who explained it in a way that really hit with me. Like I really understood it. Um, go listen to that episode. I will link it in the show notes, but essentially what the double split experiment is, is you have an electron and the electron rotates kind of like the alleged round earth rotates. (laughs) Uh, but it, it spins in one direction and the double split experiment, probably going to butcher some of this so i apologize to people who understand physics better than i do but they took an electron that's that's spinning just naturally and they shot it at this little mm-hmm. slit and i'm I'm literally imagining like a fucking like mail slot kind of deal but microscopic they shot it at the slit and because it's it looks like a point and it looks like one point in space and we can measure how fast it's spinning and what direction it's spinning. We should be able to predict where it's going to land once we shoot it through this slit. But what we found was every time we shot it through the slit, it either went up or it went down and it was a 50-50 chance we could not predict it. So the reason that is relevant or interesting at all, is because if it were truly just a point, just a small, just one electron in space, we should be able to predict where it's going to land. But because we could not, that implies that when this electron is not being observed, it is a waveform. And a waveform is like a sine wave. It goes up and down, but it is a multitude of possibilities when it is not being observed. And then as soon as you observe it, the act of observing it causes the waveform to collapse and become one point. And wherever it collapses along that waveform is not predictable because it's not a waveform when we're looking at it. So this implies that, and again, the only outcomes for this experiment were either up or down we couldn't predict which one, but as soon as we looked at it, we'd be able to tell if it went up or down. That implies that there is an reality that exists where the electron goes up and there is a reality that exists when the electron goes down. And Schrodinger's equation, I believe, is the equation that says that both of those possibilities exist and you only know which one you're existing in until you observe it. Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, lots of things. But one thing uh, that I actually had written in my notes from just some articles that I read and what you said was basically implying this. But I related this to spirituality in my brain. So you talk about God being omnipresent. So this idea that there's realities that have the electron going up or down speaks to the omnipresence of God. But when you observe it, it's still just one, which yep. ties into oneness. So even quantum physics can be interpreted at a very spiritual level, oh, for which sure. even though I don't understand quantum physics, I think that's very, very cool.
0: Yeah. And it's really interesting too, because it is kind of implying the, whole simulation thing that we've talked about in the past as well and that uh it gets into like the whole if a tree falls in a forest no one's around to hear it doesn't make a sound when you are observing something you are existing it it that reality exists but when you are no longer observing it it collapses or it turns into this possibility and it's no longer exists. But the multiverse theory is really interesting because it is implying that all of those possibilities always exist. And in our last episode, last week, we talked about manifestation. This is where you can really take manifestation to a very extreme woo-woo state. And although we're talking about like legitimate quantum physics, like you said, you can still interpret this all in a very spiritual terms. And If the multiverse theory is true and the whole like CERN pushed us into a new new timeline, a new universe, like if those things are possible, think about the possibilities you have of drastically changing your life very quickly. So I, I just think that it's really interesting to look into how much legitimacy in the uh, scientific community this kind of stuff has. And it just it doesn't take a lot of stretching to get to some really crazy concepts when you're looking at some of the discussions happening in quantum physics. Another really interesting discussion and one that fucks up my brain that is really important to have when you're talking about the multiverse theory is Schrodinger's cat. Have you heard about this? No, but... You've never... Scared. No, okay, you're not going to like this, though. So, Schrodinger's cat... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Schrodinger's cat is this concept that I'm getting, probably going to butcher. I might Google it to have some backup while I'm describing this. But, essentially, it's... Because Schrodinger's equation says that you can take one theoretical or, like, one equation... And a separate equation, and they can both exist. So in context of the double-slit experiment, you have the one classical physics equation. I'm pretty sure it's E, E equals 7c squared or something along those lines that classically explains the electron when you're observing it. And that mathematical equation is correct. And then you have an equation that is quantum physics, not classical physics, and that equation explains the wave form of the electron. And that is also correct. And Schrodinger's equation is saying that you can have classical a classical physics equation and a quantum physics equation and add them together and it equals a new and still correct equation. So where does the cat come in? The cat comes in explaining this concept, except Schrodinger's cat is, you have a box and inside this box, it's a quantum box, there's a cat. And the cat is either alive or dead. So that's why I said you're probably not going to like this because you don't know which one it's going to be. But until you open the box, it's both alive and dead. And you don't know what what it's going to be until you open the box and you observe whether or not it's alive or dead. So, What this is essentially saying is, like with the electron, it's either going to go up or it's going to go down. And until you observe it, it went both up and down. And it's not until you open the box and look inside and see whether or not the cat's alive or dead. So did he put a live cat in a box? No, no. This is just like a a thought thought example. (laughs) I am picturing like animal cruelty. No, (laughs) absolutely not. No, it's just like a, it's a thought experiment. So, okay. Yeah. So I think I explained it pretty accurately from my quick Google search. It's, it's a paradox. And what you're describing is called superposition. So it's this idea that two seemingly contradicting realities can exist at the exact same time and still be correct. So that gets into, too, as well, when the multiverse theory, where the fuck are all these universes? Where are all these universes existing? Some people believe they are all existing over top of each other. And so this gets into some really complicated stuff that I was watching. And they were like, there's there's four to nine types of multiverses and there's one guy who explains it and there's four levels of possibilities with universes and then there's another guy Brian Green is the other guy I don't have the first guy's name who says there's nine types of multiverses and at first I was watching this video and I was like oh cool like great let me let me listen and then most of the types just made absolutely no sense to me but we're gonna go over them anyway so four levels of universes Level one could be an extension of our universe, which I thought I understood this, but I don't think I do. But that's what they said. It, that's what they said. We're just going to list these and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. Uh, level two is universes with different physical constants. So I'm assuming like gravity is different. This is where like the time laws time would is different. Come in. Yeah. Okay. Level three is many worlds. So you are constantly fractaling off into different timelines that are different universes that still exist. So, like, if you randomly decide... That's kind of like the theory of randonauting, too, which we should do sometimes I just soon. learned that. Yeah, nodding is using this idea of quantum splitting of timelines to purposely split your timeline and attract something that you have the intention to attract. So going a different route to work, which you normally wouldn't go, and then you randomly run into somebody who, or like you get in a car accident and then that person you got in a car accident with is like a millionaire and he like buys all your stuff oh my god that's so
1: i i i'm sure this is not what you're talking about at all but it reminded me um the other day i accidentally made a wrong turn going to my class in the morning and i went a completely different way than i normally go and when i got there somebody from my past was there like at the same workout class really yeah which i'm sure is very different but kind of same
0: kind of similar it would kind of be like so in your example if you had not taken the wrong turn. And they actually were attending the earlier class. And if you had taken the right turn, you would have missed them or something like that. Got it. That's kind of what I'm saying. So like if you purposely fractal off timelines, like you use this knowledge to your advantage, you can end up in a universe that's more in line, like kind of what we're talking in our manifestation episode. But the many worlds theory is that all these different universes exist and you're constantly fractaling off into different universes depending on your decisions and just random stuff that happens to you in your day and then the fourth level of universe is ultimate ensemble like all of the above pretty much so wait yeah
1: <laughs> what <laughs> that's an option yeah. <laughs> just like i don't know all of them no literally and in hmm. the nine physics is weird
0: it, no so fucking weird and that's what the superposition is talking about too because they listed off all these like theoretical physics equations to describe the physics of these different universes and that's what superposition is is saying like i can't decide i'm just gonna pick two and they're both right like that's essentially what it is that sounds like a way that someone would just like live their life not like laws of like
1: the universe.
0: Like no no no, I don't know. And who knows? Maybe I'm just like completely butchering this and I'm completely wrong. But if I am and you like understand physics as the listener like reach out or send me some research cuz I'm always interested in expanding my knowledge. So, before we move on to the nine multiverses that Brian Green, who's a theoretical physicist, came up with, I just want to talk about a really interesting phenomenon that kind of fits into this category of different timelines and whatnot. And that is the phenomenon that there are people out there who have experienced where they wake up one day and they're in a different timeline or they believe they're in a different timeline or a different universe or whatever. So there's like people on TikTok and on Reddit that went through their life and let's say they have, they have kids, they have a husband and they wake up one morning and they can't find their kid. The kid's missing. They call their husband, oh my God, our kid's gone. Where is she? And the husband's like, we don't have a kid. And they lived their life up until this moment thinking they had a four-year-old fucking child. And now they're in a universe where that child does not exist. That is nuts if that's true. Like if these people legitimately have lived their life believing they have a kid and all of a sudden they don't. That brings into question whether or not it's possible to fractal off into these new universes that are very, very different. And that's why in the last episode, right at the end, I kind of briefly talked about timeline jumping. Mm -hmm. A lot of people on TikTok is just like the main place that I'm at when I'm looking at crazy videos like this. But a lot of the people who are having conversations about this warn about recklessly timeline jumping because of shit like this and they say that it's possible that you could end up in a universe that is very drastically different or alarmingly different or different in ways that you didn't want to be different so that's just crazy what do you think about that i like it sounds like you went to bed
1: had a really crazy intense dream woke up convinced that the dream was real but then that also puts me in a thought of I I do believe I know astral projection is real. So if these universes are able, if we are able to interact with them or put ourselves there in we're consciousness, are we just like astral projecting
0: into other universes? Yeah, that's like- what that's what a lot of people believe that lucid dreaming is is that you are oh. legitimately going into these new universes and You're seeing like what alternate versions of you is experiencing. Hmm. And
1: I had a dream I met Doris Day last night. So, I mean, (laughs) that's happening somewhere, I guess, which is great for me.
0: But the multiverse theory and again, there's like different types of multiverse theory and I won't get too much into any of those because clearly I don't understand them that well. But there are theories that if you can imagine it existing, it exists. So there is a universe where we're famous and we're just we're just super fucking famous podcasters and we like blew up one day and now we have like three million subscribers right now. There's a universe where we are fucking homeless. Like I'm just using me and you as an example because yeah. we're right here. But there's a universe where we're still friends, but we're homeless for some reason or we're fucking heroin addicts or something like something crazy. Those all exist. But we are in this one. And that's why if the timeline jump thing is legit, you got to be careful because you could real quick end up in the universe where like you meet a friend who gets you into heroin and then all of a sudden you're a heroin addict.
1: Or you're homeless. Yeah, exactly. Jeez.
0: Yeah. So that's all possible. And I think it's really interesting you brought up dreams too because there are people who I saw a girl on TikTok again who lived her life. Normal, like she was a kid, she grew up, she got a husband, and then one day she woke up and she was fucking 12 again. What the fuck? And she was like, what, what is happening? And everyone in the comments are like, oh yeah, that's a possible. Like there are people who've had like dreams that feel 30 years long and then you wake up and it's only been one night. And she's like, no, that's not what happened. I fucking, I, I legitimately lived my life up until this point and now all of a sudden I'm a child again. So do you think, do you think that she was just hella fucking lucid? know. I don't know. And if she was hella fucking lucid, is that any less valid than legitimately living out that life in a different timeline?
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Being, whether you're lucid dreaming or timeline jumping, I don't, I think both are valid because you are experiencing it on some level in your psyche, in your spirit and, and wherever you're experiencing it. But it's just it's, it's like trying to put form to the formless again. Like, so calling it lucid dreaming or timeline jumping, it's the, uh, what do you call it? Oh gosh. You use this word all the time and I'm drawing a blank. It's not like nuances. It's the, we're going to come back to it and I'm going to remember it in. There's a universe where I got this right.
0: Okay, <laughs> it's fine. It's not this one. <laughs> nope. <laughs> that's, I, you'll think of it. It's fine. It, I'm. I'm sure. uh But yeah, I. Th- I just think that's so interesting. Semantics. Semantics. <laughs> so sorry. I'm so glad you remembered it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's. It's definitely just semantics about like the specifics. But I still think it's really interesting to consider because. I also read a book series one time. Fuck. I can't remember what the book series was called, but it was nonfiction. Wait, no fiction. Not real fiction. Yes. Right. It was <laughs> fiction. <laughs> I'm like, what's real? <laughs> Not this book. Um, it was a fiction trilogy and it was about a girl who her parents were physicists and they invented a technology that allowed you to jump to alternate universes. And in this book, the only reason the technology could work is because it transported your consciousness into your alternate body. Is this the host? No, okay. but it's similar to that like concept, but, um, it was a trilogy. And what happened was this, this chick had these friends who were like interns of her parents and they were like physicist students or something like that. And, One of them, like, disappears and, like, gets kidnapped in, like, an alternate universe or something, and she has to go save them. But she could go to universe to universe as long as she was, quote, alive in that universe and existed in that universe. She could transport her current consciousness into her alternate universe body and exist in that universe. Weird. So that's kind of what I think Like If your dreams and lucid dreaming is you visiting other versions of you, that's how I think it kind of is. It's like you're just seeing through the eyes of an alternate version of you or maybe even a past life or a, quote, future life version of you where you're like a fucking dog or you're a different type of being or you're someone else even. I think all of those things are very possible. But again, those are alternate timelines or alternate universes that either actually exist or they exist in your mind but I think both of those are like pretty much the same thing and pretty much valid because of the whole if a tree falls in a forest and no one's around to hear it doesn't make a sound we are simulating our reality so when we're simulating an alternate reality what's what's less real they're both just as real because we're simulating both of them you know yeah crazy So, now I'm gonna list these nine types of multiverses by Brian Green. And I don't think I actually understand any of them. And I don't even have like explanations written down for all of them because they didn't give a very thorough explanation in this video that I was watching. But I wanted to keep them in here because it's valid physicist information. So, I wanted to put it in here. Maybe in the future, we'll do like a more in-depth, deep dive into this type of stuff. But Mm -hmm. for now, here it is. So, nine types of universes. First one is quilted. And they described it as an infinite universe with all possibilities realized. And to me, that's kind of what we're saying. Like, if you can think of it. It's there. It's there. It's somewhere out there. And this is also getting into the idea of the space-time continuum and trying to describe where in space time these universes exist so we were watching a video right before this about black holes and it was kind of describing how black holes exist and it briefly described the space time continuum and when i was watching these videos the other night it was also talking about this so i feel like it's kind of important to at least attempt to describe so space time is they describe it as like the fabric of space time and it's supposed to be our entire universe exists on this fabric type of thing called space-time. And the reason they use a fabric as the to describe it, because obviously it's not fucking actual fabric, is because it can bend and change depending on the masses that exist on it. So a universe or or excuse me a galaxy might exist on this space-time continuum and because it exists with like a mass of objects like all this mass and gravitational energy and planets and everything it pushes down on space-time and bends it look up a video of the the diagrams of like the ball landing in the space-time because that's what i'm trying to describe but When you get into some of these types of multiverses, that's important to understand because physicists are attempting to describe how these alternate universes exist or are being created. So some people, like the second, for example, the second type of multiverse is inflationary. And
1: I I read about inflation
0: theory. Yeah, so this type of multiverse, they're composed of pockets that collapse and form new universes. That's a very basic way of describing it. And And it keeps happening, like for infinity. Correct, correct. Yeah, it's things keep happening. Uh, There's like folds in the fabric of space time and those collapse and that forms a new reality. I kind of, after our black hole video, I feel like black holes could be the formation of new universes because it's such a Mm. strong energy and um i think this is the next the next one is what i'm trying to describe with the black hole thing the next one is a brain universe b-r-a-m-e i'm pretty sure is how it's explained or spelled and it is universes that exist on a membrane like the space-time continuum that exist near each other and could collide and cause a big bang so this is where like these multiverses exist and when they collide they create a new universe if i'm understanding that correctly could be fucking booksharing it
1: and what i read about inflation theory is that the when the big bane big bang happened that was the event that then sparked all of these other universes to start appearing and then with earth or our universe is that ours stopped like our inflation process stopped and that's why we have consciousness here but that doesn't mean that it stopped for every other like universe out there right and
0: then the next type of multiverse is the cyclic brain or yeah, cyclic brain universe and it's the same as the brain theory but essentially just keeps happening keeps happening and happening and happening and there's multiple big bangs and multiple universes existing and then more big bangs within those universes so
1: this would imply that there wasn't just one big bang yes that there's several exactly forever and uh,
0: i can't can't say enough that i don't actually know what i'm talking about but from what i understand from theoretical physicists they believe that not only is the big bang, like something that exploded and went outward, but it eventually contracts back in and happens again. So the cyclical is saying like, this is happening all over everywhere all the time. Like lots of different big bangs and big contractions and all this stuff is happening. So very like impossible to process, but there it is. And then I have, the fifth one is called landscape and I have nothing nothing, nothing <laughs> written down i just have landscape i think i looked they, they gave such a brief description on that one and it made so little sense that i'm like mm, we're just moving on <laughs> um the sixth multiverse is a quantum multiverse and this is the only one that i really understand and that's the whole diverging timelines double split experiment type universe so timelines fractaling type universe. And when we
1: say multiple timelines, multiple universes, this is also what we were kind of referencing in our Mandela effect yeah. where yep. it's an alternate reality more or
0: less. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Yep, exact same thing in the Mandela effect and I think the Mandela effect is kind of saying that you fractaled off into so many different multiverses that eventually you ended up in one that's slightly different than the original one you ended up in.
1: What if the idea of reincarnation is just us universe hopping?
0: Um, okay, I'm so glad you brought that up because another thing that always pops in my brain when I'm thinking about multiverse theories along with that like timeline jumping thing where we were talking about before where like you wake up and your, your daughter doesn't exist anymore or whatever... Another thing that I always think of is, oh, fuck, I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So with reincarnation in mind, God, let me get back on my train of thought, is the idea that when you die, you just shift over to the next available universe. Okay. So we talked about that. I don't remember what episode we talked about. Yeah, it but is. I remember we
1: talked about it a little
0: bit. Yeah, we definitely talked about it a little bit. And that's really interesting, too, because... What if reincarnation isn't reincarnating at all, but just moving over into the next available. Like it's your same consciousness just
1: going into a different universe.
0: Exactly. And that doesn't necessarily mean it has to be me as I am now. Right. I think some of the theories say it is you as you are now and you just shift into another you as you are now. And you like if you die prematurely, you just move on to the next one. And then if you die again, you move on to the next one. And eventually you live out to old age. And then at old age, you might shift into a new consciousness. I don't know, though. But that's a, an interesting concept to consider because there are people out there who believe like you never actually die. You just shift over.
1: And how would that like fit into this idea that these other universes are governed by different laws? Like if my consciousness is... Shifted into a universe where it had nearly everything the same, but instead of like our nose on our nose, it was like in our eyes and like switched, but like everything else was our the same. Our nose on our nose know. and you our eyes <laughs> like switched.
0: You know what I mean? Like our I nose go really, to where our eyes were. I do understand, but I just liked that sentence. Our <laughs> nose on our nose and like our eyes switched. Sounds like a rap <laughs> lyric. Our nose on our nose and our eyes like switched. <laughs>
1: What? I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, what I was trying to say was with this reincarnation shifting consciousness theory, if these other universes are governed by other like laws and physics and all these other things, like what would we even be shifting into?
0: Like, would we just be like, would we have bodies? That's yeah. That's what I think is interesting to talk about with the idea of reincarnation, though, because what if we have like a baseline reality And, like, we're in our baseline reality. And if we die, we'll probably switch into another reality that's close to, like, our basic baseline reality. But then sometimes we switch into, like, an alien fucking reality that feels entirely, completely different. And that we remember in a different baseline reality as being a very drastically different past life, you know? It's just crazy. And I think it's also really interesting to talk about, too, because... Yeah, it's really interesting to think about timeline jumping in like this practical aspect or like the Mandela effect where there's lots of universes that are very vaguely similar to this one and they're just slightly different. But there's universes that not even just like the time runs backwards kind of thing, but there's universes like in this book series that I read, for example, there was a universe that they were still in medieval times, essentially. And there was like a monarchy in Russia still. And there was like kings and queens everywhere. And they didn't have electricity. They still lived in like medieval times because technology didn't develop as fast as it did in our universe. So they're essentially a thousand years behind, even though it's still 2021 or 2022 now, I guess, in that universe. And there's universes where There was a world war and everyone's at war right now. And you like might be a army person in a war. Like you're like literally a general in the army because you just got so into this war that everybody got recruited. Like it's just like a war torn world. So you have no idea how many, like literally we have no idea how many possibilities there are if this multiverse theory exists as in this like many all the possibilities are are for for play and if baseline reality is even real like i'm just picturing i just kind of made that concept up too because like to me this it feel like this would be our baseline reality like the one we're in yeah so anything similar to this would feel very similar but then there's every drastic change possible as well and what if another universe wasn't even
1: close to this like what if we are just pure consciousness in this universe and it's just like
0: or like in Rick and Morty I know that's kind of a feels like a left turn but they go into alternate universes oh yeah yeah I think I saw that episode well uh, in the whole show oh every every episode one specific they like well like every episode they go to a different universe (laughs) it's okay but uh the whole show is kind of based around Rick has this like alternate dimensions and there's multiple rick and mortys in multiple different dimensions and he talks about how every possibility out there exists and in that show they have like they have some universes where everybody i think there was one where everybody was a fucking crawfish like we were just crawfish people like we all that was just normal the whole
1: universe was just all crawfish
0: yeah yeah and like there is a universe where there's one where we're all cats yes there is no there is there's literally a universe where we're all cats or there's a universe where santa is real or there's a universe where like uh, cars were never invented, but we're super high tech and everything else. Like there, we fly, yeah. Or yeah, there's a universe where like humans can fly, or we have wings. Or there's a universe where just like every, we don't have eyes, we're all blind, which is like a blind universe. Like that's normal. There's literally every poss- literally every possibility. So, do you
1: think that each universe, like we've talked about this matrix? you know, simulation or whatever that we're in, aside from, I know you brought up the baseline reality, but do you think each universe would have its own set of like matrices? So our matrix that one way that you could view the matrix that we're in right now is that we, are ultimately governed by God and not social engineers, but the social engineers have tried to kind of like take control of this life that we live, you know, work the nine to five, splitting up the family, like all of these different things would each universe have its own set of matrixes and potentially, dare I say, set of societal engineers. Uh,
0: Totally. Great question. And that trilogy fiction book series I read plays off of that idea and I need to read this it's really good I need to remember I'll I'll put it in the show notes but I don't remember what it's called right now but it's in that book series and I'll try not to spoil the whole series for you but it turns out like one of her friends was kidnapped and taken into a new dimension and she goes and like chases after him trying to save him and they find out that there is a tech leader kind of like a Jeff Bezos or who's the guy the apple guy uh,
1: Steve Jobs. Yeah,
0: some some type of Steve Jobs type dude who is going after this dimension jumping technology and they are trying to cut off all the other timelines from developing this technology. So they're trying to sabotage all the other different versions. Like, cause there's every version of this girl's parents who invented this alleged technology. And there's someone who's trying to sabotage her parents in every possible version. So the only person who has this timeline jumping technology is this elite man. And he is in cahoots with all of his different versions and he's working with himself in all the different universes to conspire against them. So one like fleeting. And that's obviously just fucking storybook, but yeah,
1: one fleeting thought that I was having kind of while you were describing all of that is this whole CERN thing, which I think we could do a whole episode only on CERN. Mm -hmm. And I do not know very much at all to be able to give a detailed anything about it other than the idea of pushing us into a, an alternate universe is so that we are anchored in these low vibrational fields or demonic yep. forces. So with what you're saying, like the the social engineers in other universes, whatever, might not be, you know how we see it manifesting here where it's people in political power, people in uh religious power, people in other places of power. It could be like actual like energetic spirit type demons maybe.
0: Yeah. And also something to consider with this whole idea in mind and even the like social engineers idea in mind is to remember that if every single possibility exists in the multiverse, there is a universe where heaven and hell is a real thing. There is a universe where God is a dude in the sky who's smiting people and shit. There is a universe where I, like literal demons are just like a commonplace fucking thing. So what if CERN was trying to push us into an alternate universe where They didn't want to go too far and make it too obvious that we were in a new universe, but they wanted to push us into one where it was easier to manipulate people. Like that would be a very real possibility. And especially if they knew about all this technology and we'll have to have a time travel episode soon and talk about all the possibilities with time travelers actually existing and working for the government or just working independently. like There's a lot of people out there who claim to be either time travelers or know of time travelers or whatever. So, I mean, Baron Trump might be a time traveler. We don't know. <laughs> and
1: when it comes to the God equation in, in all of this, and I don't, I don't know enough about any of this physics stuff to say, yes, I agree, no, I disagree. But one thing that I know about God is going back to what I said about that omnipresence. So, to me... God would be the same everywhere because he's everywhere all at once. So, and maybe I'm like misinterpreting like what you had said about, you know, universe where God is a dude. But in my, in my psyche, in my thought process, God would be the only unchanging factor in any of this because all of these other universes would just be pieces of.
0: But don't you think that God could create a universe where he is less omnipresent or he no. could create a universe where he just wanted to see if it would really work out if there was an actual literal god up in the sky smiting people and like you like like bruce almighty type fucking god i mean
1: maybe but i think that wouldn't be like it would still be god but it's kind of getting into this like god manifesting himself as jesus so
0: exactly though but so i think that we're both kind of saying the same thing yeah. where God would be the only unchanging thing across these, all these universes, but because God is infinite and can exist in an infinite amount of forms, he could decide that I want to see if there's a universe where if I came forward in the form of a actual God like a being who could smite people and like there's only one there's only one like it's not like all the people have godly powers there's one fucking god and he's just like a god tyrant and what would happen if there was an actual literal dude god like in the sky fluffy cows that god would still be god and all of us would still be god and all the trees and flowers and everything else that existed would still be God. But he just wanted to see what would happen if that was how God worked in this universe.
1: So instead of coming and manifesting as Jesus, it's just a different way of manifesting. Exactly. Or God energy. God isn't changing. The essence of God isn't changing. It's the manifestation of God in the physical reality. And I see what you're saying. If
0: God is energy, there is stronger energy and there's weaker energy. So what if there was a universe where God was less present. It's hard to imagine because I don't think we are in that universe, but if there was a universe where God was less present, I'm using so many air quotes because none of this these words actually explain what I'm trying to say, but that universe would probably, you couldn't manifest as easy. You couldn't see miracles as easy. Praying wouldn't work because it's not a universe that has energy that is reactive to your own energy. It would be like having your soul like in a meat suit, but instead of your soul in a meat suit, it's in like an impenetrable box that your soul cannot leave and that that soul cannot interact with god's energy because there is a stronger divide and a less present version of god does that make sense so that energy still exists and it's still there but god was like i don't know in this universe let's see like what would happen if i wasn't there very often and how how would that turn out Maybe. like i always I like as a kid i always thought of which is weird that I was even thinking of this kind of shit as a kid. But I always thought of Earth as God's experiment. And literally as a child, I thought this. And the multiverse theory in my my little brain would be God's multiple experiments. So if Earth is his experiment, like let's just put a bunch of people on a planet and give them love and empathy and consciousness and put them all together and see what happens. And we go on for an eternity because... God, time doesn't exist to God and you just see what happens. And in this experiment, we can pray and we can manifest and we can do this, that, and the other thing. But in a different experiment, time goes backwards and we have to figure out how to deal with it that way. And then in a different universe, we're all crawfish people. I don't know. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're just all of these infinite possibilities of God's experiment. And if God, if we are God's mirror, we are an experience of God, it would make sense that God would want as much of an experience as possible. So it's really hard to fathom a universe with a literal God or a universe with less God presence. But I think it would have to exist for God to truly know himself. Does that make sense? Because if if God is infinite, we have to have infinite amount of possibilities. And that's why we're all unique individuals. No tree is the same. No animal is the same. No, no individual atom is exactly the same. Because we have to have infinite amount of combinations for this experimented work.
1: Yeah. I think it's definitely an interesting way to think about it. For sure. This is all stuff that, again, I it's not about agreeing or disagreeing. It's more just opening up a conversation for, for sure. these like ideas and thought forms that exist because they're, they're out there. Absolutely. It's just, it- what like we're just talking about. Them.
0: Totally. And it's not like I even necessarily believe anything that we're talking about right now, but I don't disbelieve it either. I just don't know. And I think it's important to have conversations about things that you will never know the answer to because it expands your mind into processing concepts that are so complex and above your understanding that when you get to concepts like prayer and manifestation and God, those are really high-functioning concepts, but they're not as high-functioning as, like, universes that exist in infinite possibilities. So, I think these are really good thought exercises.
1: Yeah, and ultimately quantum physics science all of this stuff is just putting form to the formless because exactly. the formless is energy the formless is our consciousness is that that's god so breaking it down into all of these very specific and uh nuanced sort of like ideas is just a way for us to conceptualize in our human brain what is going on on a in a place that we can't see but that we know we potentially might come from
0: totally so okay i have a couple more i never finished the nine types of multiverses so the last one i said was six which is the quantum multiverse which is like the double slit experiment the seventh one is holographic universes which i don't have anything written about down about that i just
1: picture a pokemon card
0: (laughs) um i i think of the cia document about the gateway experience because they describe the universe as holographic but more as like it's like a like a it's not a simulation type thing but holographic as in made up of energy more more or less the eighth type of multiverse is simulated so if the multiverse theory is correct it is a possibility that there's just a computer system out there that has all the all the possible quantum computer we just yep we just exist in a computer somewhere and then the ninth your favorite is the ultimate universe that just combines all all of the above. All of them. All of the above. So I just wanted to finish that before yeah. I forgot. And then the only other notes that I really have are... First, I just wrote down string theory, which I don't know anything about string theory, but it's relevant. And maybe we'll have a future episode about that where I actually do research into string theory. But the other notes that I have is on quantum entanglement. And I wanted to talk about this because... It's really interesting, but it reminds us to think of ourselves as not exceptional to these concepts. So specifically in terms of the double slit experiment and the idea that a electron is a waveform when you are not observing it. We're made up of electrons. So we are part of that theory. And that sounds insane because we're kind of always observing ourselves like indirectly, but you have to remember that you are also a quantum system. Mm. You exist as a quantum system. So when you interact with other quantum systems, you are leaving an imprint, like you are, you are using that superposition concept every day. And this, again, gets into manifestation, into timeline jumping, into the idea that you can manipulate your reality at any given point. Because when you come into contact with something, you are forever imprinted on that thing. So I should probably explain quantum entanglement a little bit better. But it's essentially that there is one wave function for this whole universe and the observed state of one quantum system can be related to the observed state of another quantum system. So there is a version of you that is living their dreams and there is a version of you that's still sitting on the couch not getting your life together. Right. And the version of you that exists in the future living your dreams is entangled with the version of you that exists now that's not living your dreams so to manifest that future you need to align with that this manifestation episode all over again but it's like literal quantum physics you need to align with that wave function and attract it to you i feel like this was a great episode to have after the manifestation thing now that yeah. i'm saying it because that that is what i was trying to explain with the vibration stuff in the manifestation episode because your vibrations aren't just It's not just like a woo-woo thing. Like you are a quantum system. So when you your your electrons exist as Mm waveforms, your electrons literally have infinite possibilities within them. So if you understand that and you align yourself with the waveform of your unobserved future, when you reach it, you will be in alignment with it and you will observe it come to fruition.
1: And this is why all of those things that we talked about in the law of attraction manifestation episode are so relevant because the vibrations are real. That's yeah, and with us being electric beings made up of electrons, by reprogramming your brain, you are shifting those wavelengths into alignment with that future or whatever it is that you desire. So I mean, woo-woo, not woo-woo. It's all real. And that's exactly why I think it's so important that you understand that you you are both and you need both because it's not like they're two different things. It's two sides of the exact same coin.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Whenever I read or listen or look into quantum physics, I'm always surprised at how much of it can be taken into a woo-woo direction Mm -hmm. because so many new agers are like, oh, my vibrations. Like, good vibes like whatever but like vibrations are a thing it's not just like a like a vibes like i can feel your vibes like no it's it's uh, vibrations but also you can feel people's vibes like you can
1: literally read someone's energy i mean there's people that practice this to the point of they could meet you and know what type of quote-unquote, issues you might have or what where your headset is at at the moment where you might want to go where you've been because all of it is just an energetic footprint because we're just electric beings. That's that's, it.
0: That's kind of what astrology is saying too because if everything is made up of these electrons that are waveforms when they're unobserved, everything that has a waveform is in some way entangling with us and that quantum entanglement, it is... connecting us with these unobservable objects or points or quantum systems. So if all of the planets in our solar system are their own extremely powerful, dense masses of quantum systems, wouldn't it make sense that those waveforms are entangled with us in a direct observable energetic fashion and through observation over centuries our brains which are also waveforms and quantum systems pick up on the patterns of how these quantum systems are affecting us and turn it into a system that can be used to help you or predict energetically what is a when is a time for more prosperity or when is a time for more rest or what you're going to pre be predisposed to as a person with different mindsets and what have you. So makes sense. It's just, it's crazy how much it makes Makes sense, sense,
1: but also it doesn't, but it does
0: exactly. But it's, it's crazy how much, connections there are between all these different subjects because like astrology i remember when i fucking i shat on astrology when i first met you i I know you were like there's no
1: fucking way that zodiac signs are accurate there's no way it's all
0: personality like you can change who you are like all of that and that's all true but your personal birth chart is the environment that your psyche was formed in and therefore gives you predispositions on what you're going to be better at, what you're going to be needing to work on more, what's going to be your focus in life. There are things that will predispose you to those those certain energies. And it's because everything has this quantum waveform that's affecting everything else.
1: I need Lori Ladd to come out with her quantum field book like yesterday. <laughs> Lori, if you ever hear me, ever.
0: What if, what if she's just like secretly this quantum physicist who just like just knows every all the secrets of the universe she's just like smarter than fucking give me that pre-order link give me that pre-order link how long has she been writing this i i think
1: forever Forever. i I don't know (laughs) a long time she's been talking about it for as long as i've been following her and invested in her which has been probably about like a
0: year and a half now um but i i don't know the real answer
1: i just know that it's happening
0: Crazy. do you have anything that we glossed over or that you want to add no I think that's pretty much everything I'm really really
1: still hung up on this omnipresence conversation so I think that that would be something cool to unpack in the future yeah for and sure. just like breaking down kind of what that means because it's obvious at least I thought it was obvious to me initially but there's always yeah more truth that I, I don't know to things and, and what I think is true or feel or right or believe always changes. So I think that would be a super good yeah. conversation one day.
0: That would totally be. And in hindsight of our Mandela effect episode, it's interesting to be having this conversation because that whole video with Max Laughlin and CERN that I originally watched and like got into all this, he specifically talks about the multiverse theory and how if God is energy, then energy equals mc squared therefore in different in multiverse theory there are universes where e equals something different so god would be different but would that mean he's less present like max laughlin literally said there's a universe that there's no god there's a universe where god's more present there's a universe where god's less present and I think our brains, especially like our brains, are going to just fucking malfunction when people say something like that because we're so immersed in our current reality that exists with our current level of God and our current feeling of energy that to allow that type of thinking in is going to require like some space to be made
1: (laughs) i'm genuinely trying to like become the observer in this moment hearing statements like that because you're right in this reality i i am very immersed in this idea that god encompasses all god is all god's omnipresent everywhere all the time because i know that god is energy so to consider a reality and i'm not opposed to like don't get me wrong i'm definitely not opposed to these conversations by any means in fact i want them. I want to let them in because it allows me to expand or solidify, you know, something that I feel or, or believe or think, but it's just such a wild concept to me because when I think of the word omnipresent, it's very like literal to me. And this, these concepts aren't, I mean, they are literal, but they also are not at all because they are in other universes and what's, what's literal in reality there. Like we, we don't know.
0: I think this is honestly a really beautiful type of conversation because it allows your consciousness to continue expanding to levels that you could never believe. And I even think of like, imagine two or three years ago when we were still friends, but we were both very much in the, uh, the mindset of like, I'm just going to say the universe. I don't like the word God. For sure. And I would have never thought that
1: I would be here. So I'm not opposed to it. And I'm definitely not opposed to maybe in another universe or even a year from now, I might view this differently. But it's just such a, it's so different.
0: Think about the process that happens from you being that person who is like, nope, God's, nope, I'm not, no God. Nope, the universe, the source energy, not God. And then there was a period where that was true. And then slowly over time, you were like, okay, well, I see what they're saying. I see what they're saying. Let me look into this more. Let me learn about this. Oh, conspiracies, red pill walk. Uh, Let me read about the Kabbalah, Jewish mysticism, Christian mysticism. Slowly over time, there wasn't ever like a point where you were like, got it, God, He's in. He's, he's finally let in. Your consciousness had to slowly expand and make room for this new concept to fit in with all your previous understandings. So I don't think that reacting or like feeling like. Mm, yeah that no that just doesn't make sense that's not a bad thing honestly that's a good thing because that's the beginning of your consciousness expanding to allow an even broader perspective of reality into your understanding and reality is god and god is infinite so therefore our consciousness can keep expanding as long as we're allowing it to right yeah i yeah so um, I, I just think these kind of conversations, especially when your gut reaction or is like, I don't know, I feel like that contradicts what I believe. Because once you find it contradicts, I think that's an opportunity to expand more. Because it's not that it contradicts, it's that we live in a paradox. <laughs> and so everything's going also, to I contradict.
1: Don't, I don't know quantum physics. So that I think doesn't help, yeah. too if I had if I genuinely put effort into reading that full article, watching that full video immersing myself into that area of right. interest yeah I could probably see it from all of these other outlooks exactly. but I just I haven't even done that yet so quantum physics is just so fucking foreign to me just as foreign as imagining a universe with no god in it like right. it's all just so out there but that's
0: what I love to learn about yeah. so like yeah yeah I love this. I love this conversation. So mind bending. If any of our listeners know more about physics, let us hit us up, send us your resources, send us videos that you would recommend. Uh, All of this conversation is kind of in the terms that space is real, which clearly (laughs) we don't know if space is real or not. So we're open to all interpretations of multiverse physics, whatever, whatever have you. So hit us up and I guess we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.
1: Her nose <laughs> on her nose and her eyes like switch.